What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Good Fighters Podcast. I'm Dr. Nash Dopko. Coming to you live with a whole lot of connection and testing and purpose is Dr. Gates Mayer. And we got a very, 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 very illicit and special guest on here today, Mo. Doctor, soon to be Dr. Mo. Uh, and I don't even want to butcher your last name, brother. How do you say your last name? Uh, Eswo. Eswo. Dr. Mo yes. Eswo. Uh, yeah. Welcome, man. Uh, you know, a little bit of background. Like with- yeah man uh you know we don't play that uh that that little body game in the chiropractic uh realm absolutely at least, uh, not. Yeah. At least on this one at least on this episode but yeah. uh you know i connected with uh mo this this last december on my first mission trip and the cool thing is man i mean you know i was one of a few doctors on the trip but honestly uh, this is one of the guys that I was really looking up to, to, to help lead me on my way to help lead some of the other students. Cause mm-hmm. this was not your very first mission trip. Uh, from what I remember, this was your eighth mission trip in a row, right? Uh, seventh. Yeah. Seventh. Okay. Yeah. So coming up on eight, but, uh, yeah. seven, man, like that's, uh, mm. that's, that's like beyond impressive to me, especially knowing, uh, what I know now with what that really what school you go to? entails. Um, I'm out there at Parker University in Dallas. Oh, I'm jealous, man. Wow. Parker U. Eight, you haven't graduated yet? Dude, I'm killed for that, man. Yeah, I'm going to the next one here in March. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I got yeah, one I got- in March. We're going back to Haiti and DR again with uh, Uncle P and them for Cairo Missions. Yeah. Um, that could be cool. And I, I definitely want to dive into that a little bit too, bro. But uh, if you want, would you like to share a little bit about uh, a little bit about your story and a little bit about uh, what you got going on too? Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, so started uh, at Park University was uh, a very interesting uh, school just because I didn't know nothing about chiropractic. So my parents, um, they didn't have any doctorate background nothing like that and so i kind of got into chiropractic off of uh uh i I say it was just a a calling uh god really made that path for me because i didn't really know uh much about it and somebody came to my undergrad in undergrad i was very i didn't really care that much about school i really just was uh doing what i had to do i was actually in like academic probation a couple of semesters because i just wasn't really uh intentional with it i was just going through the motions and then um this dude came up to the school and he was like hey uh if you're interested in chiropractic i'm a park university rep come down here and get a flyer went down there and got a flyer and i was like you know what i don't know what i'm doing in my life so i guess i'll just check out this and then it ended up being uh, the greatest decision i've ever made and then uh now i'm in try eight of park university and uh just start into clinics so this was a great transition my first time able to like put the schoolwork aside and be able to just like treat people and learn how mm-hmm. to properly do that so that's been uh fun i learned to not do n- new exams back to back um because that can get pretty hectic so uh yeah that's pretty much it uh as far as the mission trips go i uh went on pretty much every mission trip in between my breaks and then now i've been diving into going into onto the mission trips during the school year so i'm leaving on march 26 and that's in the middle of our try so i'm just gonna like i'm not to tell my pod doc something to uh, let him know i'm about to be gone and then uh i'm going to jamaica in april with the same yeah group. hell yeah bro uh i was curious bro. i didn't really get to ask you this when we were when we we're in uh, the dr but uh what was really that initial, like, I don't know, was that another feeling of like a calling when you went on your first mission trip or what really got you started on that? Yeah. So, um, one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Bynum and Dr. So, so Dr. David Bynum, he's out here in Dallas and then Dr. Sergey Terrio, um, he's out in Maine all the way up North. Um, 
and they do this seminar group called Hand Alchemy. And so uh, basically when I first got into chiropractic school, I had no, like, I was pretty mechanistic. Um, the only person in my city would was doing like PI meal kind of thing. So I was like, you know what, yeah. maybe I can graduate, work for him and just, you know, figure out what to do with my life, you know, and just associate. And then um, I bumped to him in my first trimester and uh, he basically kind of paved that way and was like, yo, uh, you go to these mission trips, you'll really be able to uh, improve your skills. And so then I was like, all right, you know, let me, so I was like in tribe maybe three when I first, one of my first one. And I just kind of did that GoFundMe thing, reached out to people. My church helped me out a lot. Oh. And then I freaking went crazy. Uh, saw like 1500 people in five days. Yeah, and man. Then, you know, uh, Uncle P or Dr. Peter Morgan, to be specific, who runs Cairo Missions was like pretty impressed. He was like, dude, I'd love to have you come out to more. And I was like, I would love to come back to more because it's, um, yeah, I got a lot of adjusting in, but it's just the uh, the energy and the atmosphere of those people there. I mean, you, you know, Dr. Nash was out there. So uh, those people just love on you and it's pretty contagious. It, it cracks you open. It brings a different level of gratitude and gratefulness that you have to be in the profession, to be able like, you're actually able to help people more than just the adjustment, just you being there. It's just like lightening up their day. And so after that, I was like, oh, I, I got to keep going. So, Yeah, man, you're on a, I don't know, probably the coolest of high streaks I've ever seen of, for anybody doing anything, man. That's that's super impressive. Um, it, Gates, you kind of missed it, but, you know, he kind of mentioned that. Uh, was that the first mission trip you saw, that 1,500 people in five days? Yeah, the very man, first one. Nuts, bro. That's, that's fucking wild. Um, Dang, I thought I had a record at 303, but it's <laughs> <laughs> not. But, you know, like the cool My boy thing about is, to come up here on the podcast and show me up like that. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> man's got numbers. Put, put numbers on the board quick. <laughs> Slinging, dude. Uh, but, you know, the cool thing is that one of the, you know, beautiful takeaways, you know, Gates and I, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but, Mo, I know you feel this too, that, like, just to see the innate at work with people that truly, like, are – you know like this is like they're begging for something or praying for something like this to Mm. change their life and change their trajectory of what they have going on and even just to be present with somebody for five minutes with a language barrier man like that's that can make the world of difference to somebody not just they but their life and that was just one little mission trip that i gotta go on man so going on eight uh, i already know you got hella stories to go with that but um you know do you guys have translators oh yeah. yeah Oh, yeah. okay, cool. And what's cool about say, it? You that, guys were going no translation. That's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> what's cool about the translators, bro, is that, like, they're the kids um, from the orphanage. So, like, we go down there and we're rate Like, the money that you pay for the mission trip goes towards the orphanage of, like, kids who, like, um, lose their parents. And uh, Dr. Morgan has put them all in just one spot so they can, ha- like, have a home. And so then in order for them to get paid when they come on this mission trip, they translate and then he just pays them, you know, through the money that we gave to awesome. uh, the translate. So it's like it all comes full circle. Yeah. Which is cool. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, bro. One thing I actually, uh, before I forget about it too, because honestly, mine's a little spacey today, but uh, mm-hmm. the funny thing, Gates, uh, Mo here, he's actually pretty tight with uh, Dr. Fab. <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, yeah, man. We were talking about that a little bit on the on the way back. We know uh, we met Dr. Fab, uh, what, probably twice? We got picks. Yeah. We hey. do have picks. <laughs> we got yeah. Dr. Malley was like, you guys better get photos with him. <laughs> so we He's all a legend. Yeah. Bro, I don't even think I was dressed to impress like Dr. Fab, too. That man always is coming up with – he, he's dressed to impress. I was looking so bummy. Like, it was bad. I'm, like, so mad at myself for, like, the way I was yeah. dressing back then. Like, you know when you look yeah. at, like, some shit that you posted in high school on, like, Facebook or something, and you're just, like, you just shake your head. Like, that's you're like, hell like, no, that can't believe that. Yeah, thing. bro, that was me in that picture. <laughs> that's bro. the moment with Dr. Fab, Oh, too, my bro. God. So, uh, Dude, that's but cool. you just got back from a seminar with Dr. Fab, right? You were, uh, oh, you yeah. told me about that. How was that? Dude, that was cool. So, um. 
he like reached out a couple like a month or so before and was like if I was interested for like it's like this intimate gathering um with a couple of different speakers like Emma Smith and TD Jakes um Jonathan Wimbry um just these really amazing individuals of uh, very motivational individuals it was like a speaking engagement and he was speaking at that event too and he was like um yeah I'd love to have you come out and like uh me and Dr. Fab uh, met previously because I've had him like come and speak at some philosophy nights with the students um that I kind of put together to kind of just like change the atmosphere a little bit at Parker because it's uh it can be very uh mechanistic at times and so mm-hmm. uh he came out and like rocked the stage and so then uh he uh invited me out to that and it was dude it was crazy i've never heard td jake speak before but his voice sounds like some wise grandfather and so like he just it's just so deep you know and so everything he says is just so profound he's just like you know all right um and it can be something you've heard before but it's just the way that he says it just really hits deep um and so that was really cool and then fab uh, dr fab actually has these supplements that he's also created to kind of help during these times of like um, um, getting your immune system right. And so he was uh, showcasing some of those as well. And dude, they're pretty good. They're pretty good supplements. I drank some of like this little powder thing that you put in water um, to help boost the immune system. So that was pretty cool. He actually has another speaking engagement going on this weekend. Um, But it's kind of, dude, it's like snowing and stuff out here. I don't know. How it is over there, but it's like what's bad up here. It's cold. Yeah, and so like, you know how it is. Texas, bro. Nobody like y'all uh, shut down the city. Yeah, bro. Nobody <laughs> leaves the house when it snows, bro. So uh, that's what's up. Yeah, but he's he's awesome. He's he's a big mentor in my life. He's um he's helped me out a lot, and then also, dude, he's just such a badass, bro. It's like. He's like an honorary citizen in like four different countries, just straight up gave it to him. You know what I mean? Two best-selling books, you know, old president of Parker. He's just like everything. He's just good at it, you know? So that man, he like flies under the radar. Like you meet yeah. him and you talk to him, you would never know that. Like you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't tell like that, you know? Like you can see success in him, right? Like you said, but man, so humble. For, yeah. For the spot that he has. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you know, uh, I think that some of that comes from being like a man of God to an extent, right? Or at least like having that perspective, that that humility to, you know, we're only you know fine little grains of sand on the beach. Mm-hmm. So look, uh, Doctor Gate, have you ever been to? You ever been to a mission trip, or have you? No, I have. So I actually got to go to Honduras two years ago, I think, at this point. Um. And so we went down to um, Honduras. We were down there for a total of four days, three days. But this was like with a medical brigade. So I was actually the only chiropractor that was there. Um, So it was really cool. So you had dentists and a couple of internal medicine people. Um, And so it was kind of cool seeing the perspective of the people for those professions and then ours. Like you said, like people down there, just so much gratitude. They're just like love to be able to see you. And so, because I was the only chiropractor, I was like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta, you know, deliver, right?" Yeah, you so gotta I try do to see, you gotta do my thing. So I try to see as many people, and I was like white by the end of the day. Try to just like serve as many souls as I could, because I know that they, I was probably the only chiropractor that they would see because they go every six months. I was the only chiropractor they were going to see possibly within six months. And then COVID happened, so it was even less than that, I guess. So um, so I definitely was blessed to have that opportunity, been itching to get back ever since. I know Dr. Nash and I have talked a lot about that, but just always impacts me the amount of gratitude that people have for you while they're down there. You know, I had my translator. She was there. Um, shout out to Evelyn. And she, uh, she was like, she'd never been to a chiropractor before. And just like seeing how I treat patients and and everything, she was like, she told her mom and dad to come over. Her dad was like a pilot or something. He got, he got treated. He'd been dealing with like headaches for like years. So it was really yeah. cool to kind of, and lots of lots of people were like that. So being able to have that experience, man, that's. So, so I'm mean, eight, eight. I'm jealous, man. I'm gonna be for real. <laughs> 
I got so I got two questions on top of that. So um, maybe I missed it, but when did you go? And then also, like, did were you like stationary? Like, did they have you in like a building, and then people would come to you, or did you like travel with it? Yeah. So we were. It was early 2020. So I think it was January like 14th of 2020. Um, and then they would come to us, but we went to three different locations throughout the days. So like oh. um, one, one day we went like up in this city, like up in the mountains, dude. Like I didn't even freaking know it was in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then another place, it was like a, a kind of like a hospital in the city in a way. And then the last place was actually um, a church that was there and we like served the entire congregation that was there. Um, so we didn't like travel to necessarily, but we went to different spots each day. Yeah. Dang, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Are you, have you always been to DR? Or is it yeah, so, time? yeah. So it's only been for me, Haiti and the Dominican. Uh, I've served on both sides and then it's my first time ever in, serving in Jamaica is going to be in April. So that'll be the only other place that I've gone to, but I'm really, uh, open for whatever, you know, I'm, uh, I've talked to someone that I've seen. I'm cause I meet so many fly individuals, so many do, like Dr. Nash. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, it's just, you meet so many cool. Ass top notch. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? On these mission trips. And so that's another reason why I like, I'm always excited and I'm always willing to like sacrifice to go because you just never know who you're going to meet. And it's all divine. It's like, sure. you can't even, yeah, you can't make it up. You can't make up the fact that I met this person. And it's like, no, it's just all divine um, situations. But I met this one dude who wants to go to like Thailand and another dude that wants to go up into like, uh, like parts of China. And it's like, I would love to go to this place and just serve people. You know, like know. that's like the best thing is when you don't have to worry about all the, restrictions and all the mm -hmm. judgment of how it is down here in the states is like i mean bro you over here and you're adjusting at school for instance and it's like people looking at you and they have their own views and they're all just tormenting and all this different energy right but over Still. there it's like all love you know so it's, you can like have more freedom to express the actual art of chiropractic your philosophy is very valid in their eyes it's like it's just who you are they receive it better than someone who has their own preconceived notion of what their egos are, who they think they are, this manufactured identity kind of like breaks the barrier of what chiropractic can really do. You know what I mean? Right. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's so true. Even like the, the no transaction of money. That's my favorite mm -hmm. part because you don't, there's not that expectation. It's like you said, it's just pure love. You're just, hey, let me serve you up. Yeah. I'm like, heck yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fact. But, Dude, so what was it like going to your first one? Because you were probably what, like try two, try one? Yeah, I was in a transition from try two to try three. And it was um it was wild because like I was just hearing a lot of noise about like, oh, you like you might not be able to go because you're not in high enough try, they're not gonna let you do this, you can't do this, blah blah. And so like all that was going through by my man, I'm not worried about all that. Like I've already like I trusted my ability that um I might not be the best at adjusting but i know that i if i put my hands on people like mm -hmm. that's all you need to do you know even if yeah. you're just power connection yeah you feel your me? intentions bro yes bro i knew i had pure intentions and like all the energy that was built into it like my church gave me like over a thousand dollars you know for me to go on this trip so it was like a lot of people were just rooting for me so then i had that energy behind me and so yeah. it was like i was just excited to go out there and serve and so whenever we first, uh, I mean, like Dr. Nash probably knows you like get into the airport and it's like your phone instantly goes off. So you're now you're trying to find Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, like all that was just all exciting. I'm with my like two of my good friends in chiropractic school, too. Um, one is this uh, Asian cat. His name's uh, KJ. Um, but I call him Sensei Joe Lu because he's like fast. He has fast hands. And it was him. And then one of my buddies named Adam. And so we were just like like having fun cruising and we just ride on this long bus ride all the mm -hmm. way down and like we're exhausted and then we wake up the next day and we're just all on fire like yo we're gonna adjust as many people as possible like that yeah. was just our because you know we're young and we're just fresh in there and we're just trying to get on and after that first day i'm talking about my body was shot bro. Talking, dude <laughs> yeah. i mean like i like soreness that i've never felt before bro like 
TL junction all the way down, like my whole lumbar. I'm like, bro, everything's just, and you know how they tell you, like at some of these clubs, it's like, oh, work on these like biomechanic foundational movements. Mm-hmm. Like if you know how to hinge hip, like bro, none of that saves you out there, bro. Like Not you're, when gonna, you're hitting bro, those triple yo. digit numbers. <laughs> and <laughs> like, hey, though, you, you at least had other Kairos to adjust to. See, I had to yes. deal with that by myself, bro. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> but the next day, the next day though, like when you start seeing people like that all like it went away. Like yeah. it didn't matter at the time. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And, and you know, kind of hitting on that too, bro. I think that's actually a huge strength about, you know, these mission trips too, is you get yourself, you know, basically, you know, you're, you're testing capacity the entire time you're pushing limits. And I don't know, uh, you know, in any skill-based profession, the most gains you can make are when you're like at your most tired and you keep pushing Mm. through that. Right. Yeah. um, That was one of the, you know, I talked with, uh, we had him on here, Nathan Garowitz. I know you don't know him, Mo, but uh, he's a chiropractor with MLS staff. And before I went out, I was just like, you know, uh, just asked him for advice. He's one of my mentors. And he's like, you know, you're honestly going to hit this point where you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm like, I'm wiped out, like, energetically, spiritually. But, like, that's when a Nate takes over. And then you really get to see the power of, like, it's not coming uh, from me. It's going through me. Yeah. Through, through me. Mm. And, and it's an energetic exchange between me and who was ever on that table. And that is like probably my favorite experience from the whole trip was when I got dead ass tired on day one and it was getting around lunch hour, you know, yeah. we still, we were still heading to the park mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, all right, here we go. Uh, this is really when I'm going to hit that blackout mode. I'm just going to, you know, just keep them rolling. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a different beast when you're out there uh, slinging it. Like it's, it's really supposed to be done. Um, mm-hmm. You're just I think- in that flow state. Yeah. yeah, I think you connect to Nate on a different level though too, because it's not like you have full time to like do a full patient workup. You ain't got time to do X ray, all the like stuff that you learn entirely through school. So it's a purely like innate style of commitment to someone's body. Because I don't know about you guys, but I mean, half the people that came in when I saw them in Honduras, they were either in a car accident or motor motorcycle accident or something, or like they broke their back before or something like that. Yeah, so it's like you purely have to rely upon okay, not not that educated mind where you're. I mean, you use a portion of that obviously, but you're also checking out things within that individual that you got to use the best of what you got. Yeah, internally. I got I got a uh, two questions. So one for Dr. Gates, and then one for both of you guys. So for Dr. Gates, where uh, do you practice at? Is I'm in Grand the- what is that happens okay Grand Grand Rapids. Rapids. okay solid and then uh how did you guys meet we were classmates oh okay. nash, nash adjusted me in the second trimester final we were studying for the final and i was like that's it that's my boy sure, sure, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was there, sure. yeah, in the cafeteria too yes sir yeah. and, and, yeah, and so also for both of you guys is what, what is like this is also what i'm really into like I like asking this with docs is what is some of the wildest things you've seen in practice that you've treated like herniated disc or whatever cancer, whatever it is, like what is the wildest thing you've seen that you uh, kind of help facilitate that process for? I got something Gates right off the top of mind. That yeah, was, please, uh, I need to think about that. So uh, <laughs> for me, um, one of the first times that I saw one of those like BJ Palmer type moments, I guess, especially in practice, um was i had somebody who is essentially uh deaf in her right ear for like four years Mm. and uh so she started coming in and it wasn't the first adjustment but you know obviously it's a it's a process to an extent but what we really started working on too was her tmj yeah and uh we when we uh we cleared out upper cervical with tmj uh it was probably coming up on week four you know, she said she was driving back from her, uh, from her appointment and she kind of was like, you know, she was kind of like, so she's like, I had this funny feeling. I'm like, the hell's going on? And she's like, I was like checking my radio. And then she realized like, Oh shit, I can hear, like I can literally hear from my right ear. And what? she said, she like started bawling. She started crying. And you know, that was like uh, one of those first times I'm like, you yeah, know, that's not, 
know, there's a lot of things that I love about chiropractic and there's a lot of things that I think that we, we get a little bit too focused on when it comes to even just uh, caring for people. But, you know, that was one of those times where I just truly felt that like, this is, this is bigger than, than all of us. Right. And, yeah, you know, we have such a gift and we have something, it, it's truly, I, I'm kicking myself because I don't remember the quote directly because it's in the library in the student union at Palmer now, but uh, we really have a duty to uphold the principles of chiropractic because, yeah. you know, people aren't going to hear this from anybody else that, you know, the, we have an innate intelligence side of us that that's that's where the power comes from and that's where healing really truly happens and you know if you can connect the brain and the body to innate intelligence you know anything's really possible and yeah that was one of the first times i really saw something and i was like damn like you know I, I i read about it you know i read about harvey lillard and i read about you know bj traveling the world and and adjusting people out of literally years of dysfunction and sickness but that was the first time that i was like damn you know that that was that was super powerful for me so yeah long-winded answer that's fine right. the embodiment yeah you coming back to you baby <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say it's me adjusting my son for the first time 30 minutes after he was Ooh. born like the entire pregnancy for my wife that's all i was looking forward to i was like yeah you, bro, you were talking about that literally from day so, one, from like day one dude i was like geeking about that i am just so ready to i don't care what he looks like i'm just ready to like adjust him mm-hmm. and have that connection with him like from from the get-go yeah. and and being able to do that i think it will probably forever be my most favorite moment because I mean, a he crushed he crushed the birth like just dominated it, and then <laughs> being able to adjust him not too long afterwards and feel like, you know that that was the only way that we could like fully communicate and understand each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't know words yet, he doesn't know symbol signals yet or anything like that, and and I don't even understand fully what's going through on in his brain where it's purely innate for the most part. Mm-hmm. and just being able to connect in that moment i mean like it's still like and it wasn't even anything like magical either in terms of like you know was it the yeah yeah i just stuck with atlas for the first one mm-hmm. and, you know it's just that time period like and we did a home birth so like everybody was in there basically watching and so <laughs> but you know it's all the noise is like clear because i'm just focused on him Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to experience his nervous system yeah. for in his innate, you know, before anybody else. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm proud of that. And it's your little mini me. So it's like, you just, it's like a, a looking in the sacred mirror. It's like, bro, that's what I'm dude, saying. For real. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Get, yeah, get him everything too that, like everything too that I wish I had when I first got born. Right. Like that, yeah. that care of the nervous I'm like, man, Supreme being, bro. Supreme being is right. Yeah, <laughs> pure <man>. blood. <laughs> For real, pure blood. That dude's going to be like, <laughs> I don't know, that's going to be pinnacle human race right there from day one. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yo, I got a question for you, Mo. So generally, uh, we like to hit on a few things uh, fundamentally. But there's one thing that really stuck out to me, especially just the more I got to know you. Um, but I, I'd like you to share with everybody on here. Uh, it's, and it's about your purpose. So obviously, uh, you know, going through school, it's really easy to get, you know, tunnel vision on a just like, and there, there's some beauty behind that on the day to day, like, Hey, I got this test. I got, you know, that, that, uh, I don't know. I got that class coming up. I got this lab. I got this patient. Right. But, yeah. you know, fundamentally how we can truly keep, uh, you know, progressing as it, not just a, a student or a chiropractor, but as a human being kind of revolves around our purpose. So I was kind of curious if you could touch on your purpose for everybody listening. Yeah, um, dude, that's a good question. So uh, I feel like my overall purpose, like not only in chiropractic, but just period is to um, fully express my energetic well-being. So to be that authentic self, so right now it's like I'm in this process of pulling back these onion layers of like 
what has already been uh, like predisposed on me um, from just like um, my parents structures and then the school structures that I went to and then some of the people that I've met and then my aunts, uncles, people that have just kind of put some of their beliefs and different ideologies on me and some of the churches that I went to when I was younger. And so more so now it's getting straight to the root of my authentic being. There's a difference in Mm -hmm. like what your ideologies tell you who you should be and then who you really are that you're just not letting be expressed, you know? And so I feel like that's my purpose. My purpose is, it sounds pretty selfish, but it's like getting to that root of who I am because I know when I'm that 100% authentic me, then that's when I'll be able to be a complete and utter asset to the community. Because my my purpose, like I love people, people, you know what I mean? I want to be able to pour into people with this overflowing cup that's like, like if people step in my presence, I don't even have to even touch them. It's just straight up mm-hmm. that people are going to get better, you know? And, and I feel like the only way I can do that is if I really get down in the grit and like heal myself, go through the trenches, people call it shadow work, you know, whatever it is, but really get into expressing my authentic self. That's my purpose right now. And then I know that it's going to unlock all the, the doors to really being able to touch people. And, you know, uh, cause I know I, I'm, I'm, you know, humble and stuff, but it's like, uh, you know, I know I've, I've helped quite a few people, but I know that there's uh, so much more love and things to be expressed and be able to push out, you know? Yeah, man, for sure. I love that. That was, that was money, dude. Uh, I kind of got especially a follow up. Yeah, go for it. Man. Nope, nope. I was just going to, oh. you know, me, bro, gonna... I'm just going to ramble. <laughs> <laughs> Can you touch on that, that kind of like change in that purpose though, even too, or like your intentional shifts? Cause you talked about before you went to chiropractic school, academic probation all that kind of stuff and i come mm-hmm. from a similar path in my undergrad like i went through academic probation actually got kicked out from my grades beforehand too and i had to fight back from that and because i knew i wanted to do chiropractic but at the but it, i had that disconnect so mm-hmm. and then once i kind of relived and re-engaged that purpose that intention for what i wanted with chiropractic that's when i took it to new levels and was able to actually see not only success, but like you were talking about just being my authentic self and not feeling like I had to hold back or feel like I had to push myself to study because I actually wanted to, to get where I wanted to go. Like, can you walk us through a little bit of that process too? And were you adjusted before you went to chiropractic college? Um, Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. So right when I applied for Parker, it was, I was like maybe three months out to go into Parker. I went and saw the chiropractor in my city. So like that was my first time was pretty much three months oh, before I joined. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I had to get that's it so in. so crazy. But um, to, to that question, like the transitional, like switching intention. So um, when I was in undergrad, it was more so just like kicking it with the homies. Like that was just my vibe. I'm more of like a, I was more of like a homebody, kicking with my boys, just chill. And so like that kind of like trickled into school, not really having much drive to do that. And so whenever I was in my exiting year and I needed to have a certain like GPA to even get my degree, like I had to get like a 2.5 or something. And like, I mean, I know that sounds easy, but I was just tripping. And so, um, so then I shifted my attention to like, okay, cause I'm actually smart and I know I'm smart, but it's just, I don't have, I didn't apply that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so I, I switched it just so I, cause I live with my parents. And so I was like, all right, they're not going to be happy to know that I'm sitting here with their money, just not getting the bag, you know? And so I uh, changed my, my knowledge at that point to be, okay, I got to pass this. Then whenever I went to park and they're like, yo, you have to have the certain GPA to actually get into the program. I was like, okay, now I need to really start applying myself. And so then I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, if you really want to do this chiropractic stuff and you really want to like follow that dream, like you have to be more intentional with yourself. Oh, so um, yeah, transitioning from uh, undergrad, I knew I had to start applying myself in uh, this new portion. And so then whenever I got into uh, 
whenever I knew I was about to go into chiropractic school, I was like, all right, I have to sit and get intentional on myself. Like, if this is something you really want to do, you have to, like, from the get-go, apply yourself. Because I had no clue what graduate school looked like. My parents never went through that kind of stuff. So I had no, like, uh, previous intel on the difficult, how difficult it would be. And, you know, since, it's like, doctor school or whatever, it was like, all right, mm-hmm. like, I can't just go up here and spend all this money and, like, get dropped out because of my grades. And so um, I, like, switched my diet, went more plant-based, um, started to transition some of the people that were in my life that weren't really, um, like, like, feet, like fueling me, you know, people that were just more bringing me out of who I needed to really be and how I needed to be expressing myself. I had to, like, uh, re- like release some of those attachments. And then um, I started to dive into – uh, reading different books like self-help books the power of now was uh, a really good book that I read that kind of like changed my paradigm on how I was thinking and moving and um, and so then my I came into Parker and my first trimester I got a 4.0 just because I was literally just studying all the time and I actually was using my knowledge and then um, now as I'm figuring out, okay, I can do this school stuff. Uh, now my purpose and everything changed again. Now it's like, okay, now it's not all up in the books and everything because that's not going to be the best to serve the most patients that I'm trying to serve. You know, because mm-hmm. we all have our ideal patient, like our ideal, like what we what we envision and what we manifest into our clinic. And me being all up in the books and learning every single equation of biochemistry isn't going to be the best for it my patient because they want to know, are you going to put your hands on me and I'm going to get better, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I changed to, okay, I need to be the best adjuster in the world. So I just started to practice every day. I had, y'all know the tool. Yeah. So there's this toolie board and I'll literally just be hitting the toolie board, practicing it every day to try to get my adjustments crisp, get them specific. I would look at the spine, like just look at the spine and look at the shape of it, knowing that, Everybody's spine's different, but just getting some type of idea of what I'm doing. And I was just training that for like three, four trimesters. And then my purpose changed again. I was like, hold on. At the end of the day, like none of that matters. Like none of all that stuff matters where people were sitting there and they'd be like, oh, like, oh, you're the best just all this different stuff. None of that matters. What matters is people, what I was, people come to you because of who you are. They don't care about your adjustment because at the end of the day, like, we can pick 10 chiropractors that can make the bone move. You know what I mean? And so it's like, Mm. what is making that person come to you specifically? And it's who you are. Like, what is your energy? Do they actually feel good when they're around you? Do you make them feel Mm. like healing? Do you give that person hope, you know? And so, and, and for me to confidently be able to be that beacon of light, I have to, I have to make sure that I'm doing the self work which is make sure that I'm waking up early and doing my qigong, my meditation. Make sure that I'm not just drinking alcohol every weekend, which I, I've been doing a lot, you know what I mean? But it's like making sure that I'm being like, I'm working on all those different factors because that's how you're, uh, that being for your patient when they come in. It's like, you really can only do, you can do one adjustment, bro. You can do the Atlas, like BJ Palmer, and just, and the person can get better. And it's like, how can you even get to the mindset where you know 100% confident that you'll just do one adjustment and that person can get up and pay whatever the hell you want to charge them and they're not going to say no like bro is he a quack it's because of that work you did that you know that's all you need you can go and leave and be fine and i did some of like uh i studied alchemy a little bit i don't know if y'all familiar Mm -hmm. with alchemy but um you read the alchemist um yeah i read that book okay so you better have yeah and so (laughs) uh, like uh one of the main things that it's trying to achieve is a philosopher's stone. Right. Yep. And so um, the philosopher's stone in my eyes to what, how it can correlate to chiropractic is just doing one adjustment and that person gets off the table and they feel better, you know? And so um, it's a process, you know, just like learning that because I mean, I get caught up in that. Like I drop an adjustment. I'm like, dang, that's Chris. And they're like, yeah, but I still kind of feel it. I'm like, dang, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> bro, that hurts in the soul. I tell you what, man. <laughs> There's no more damaging to an emotional state of a chiropractor than that right there. <laughs> Straight up, bro. So I don't know, bro. But yeah, so that's my how my purposes have been shifting. 
along. That's cool, man. That's wow. What a you know if you know if you could talk to other students, not just from Parker, but from you know students around the country. What would you uh, what would your message be to them about you know even not even just getting involved with mission trips, but just in general? You know, how can you really get the most out of your experience in school right now? Mm, bro, this, that's a, bro, man, you got these questions, bro. Okay, I see you. Those are good questions right there. <laughs> that's a nice leading, bro. Yeah, hey, bro, it's not coming from me. It's coming through me, bro. These are, these yeah. are questions coming through me, bro. <laughs> bro, I would say um, big, 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 big time is, one, understand why you're doing what you're doing, period, like, it's okay if you don't know in the very beginning, but like try to like have some goal like, okay, why am I even in chiropractic school? Do I want to make money? Am I trying to look cool? Do I just want to make bone music happen? Or do I really want to help people? Or it's because my dad did and I'm doing it. Like, what is it? Because then that's going to help you kind of like manifest. Because to me, the biggest thing is manifestation. Like, I like if you can manifest it, it's going to happen because that's the only thing that's like, it's, I mean, dude, for every book of physics, there's like four or five copies of metaphysics. So like, sure. let's just be real. Like this isn't just uh, this laptop and this computer. It's it's way more grand than this. You know, it's 99% of an atom. One atom is 1% the actual proton and the electron and the neutron. The other 99% is just nothingness. Yep. Nothing. So it's like, have a, a manifestation of what you want and then, the key is to find a mentor who is what you want to achieve towards. Like find that as early as you can, because that's the cheat code in my eyes. Like I found mine in like try two and it helped me just catalyze. It took me, it, like I took off because then you can like pour into them and then they can pour back into you and then you can learn and then they can learn more about like, it's, it's this symbiotic relationship. But if you're trying to thug it out by yourself, it's like, you don't really know what's, you know, what pitfalls and stuff is there for you. And sometimes that's good for people, you know, to, uh, you know, go to that stage alone. But I really, really recommend finding someone who's like, okay, I, I can be like that person, not like completely like them, but like that path that they've made is pretty similar to what I would like, you know? And so that's one I would recommend for students is to find that for sure. Love that, bro. I mean, setting that GPS, yeah. you know, really giving yourself a, you know, because like you said, talking about it by yourself, uh, you can, if you want to go somewhere fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far, you go together. So mm. even even early on, man, aligning yourself with somebody that you can go together with that can really, you know, not just show you the way, but actually kind of help pull you in that direction. That's, I mean, you know, Gates, we kind of got got lucky, man. I mean, I didn't even really mean to fall into Dr. Malley's uh, arena myself because I kind of came no. from a cervical background. And honestly, like that in itself was beautiful for me in my development and uh, just really realizing what I'm looking to do as a chiropractor. And, you know, we literally by circumstance uh, met Dr. Malley, who's, who's also who put us in connection with so many other great chiropractors like Dr. Mm -hmm. Fab. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I think oh, that no, goes I mean, too, though, you know, like you yeah. start to meet new mentors for your next phase, your next evolution of yourself, right? Like, and that, that makes a big change with who you are continuing to become. But that starting process, I think you're, you, you nailed it, man. Because when I was a student, I needed that to kind of to get to where I needed to be, 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I want to hit on too, bro, at the very face value of uh, doing mission trips, man, like, We've already hit on literally so much depth for what makes it super, not just beautiful, but like instrumental with finding out who you are authentically. But at face value, man, uh, time set at best, it's double XP weekend, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, go in there and get some reps in if you haven't been there, bro. I love that. When he said that, bro, I was cracking up because that's so true. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's, you know, if you ever played sports growing up, uh, you got to get reps in. You got to. Yeah. You got to, and you got to mm -hmm. increase that fatigue factor. Yeah, because uh, that that's really when you know, quote unquote, champions are made. But you know, just be your own champion, be your own, you know, Mamba mentality, be your own Kobe Bryant. You know, like mm -hmm. you know, you you got to take the shots. Yeah, um, yeah, you're gonna miss them, especially early on. But you know, that's just you got to keep shooting, bro. At the end yeah. of the day, because uh, that confidence, that's. 
confidence in, in what you're doing and your why is ultimately how you can be that hope dealer slinging bone music, bro. So I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. No, bro, that no bone doubt, music. Bro. Yeah. I, bro, yeah you said that. I had heard that before. I love that. Bro. <laughs> man, that was great. That was fantastic. <laughs> Cool, Dude, man. this is awesome, bro. I love this uh this stuff that you guys got going on. I didn't even know you was y'all was doing this, man. Like Yeah, I, so I told you, you got a lot of cash. Like, bro, I didn't even tell about the podcast and he was looking yeah, kind of mad. Magnum Nash slipping, bro. I know. <laughs> he said I forgot about it. I was like, what the heck? Bro, you're with students. But, what do you mean you forgot? But honestly, <laughs> when you were saying like when you get into the airport and your phone shuts off, bro, it's like, fa- bro, yo, you it's you true. really kind of like step into a portal and it's like, ooh, I'm like yeah. off the grid and I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really get to be kind Dr. of Dr. Nash thrives on that for sure. I do kind yeah. of my last uh week in school, bro. I didn't have a phone and I love that. <laughs> graduation uh, week, bro. Yeah, it was right? great. Yeah, it was graduation week. <laughs> but yeah, man, going off the grid, man. I mean, you know, I really felt that like I, I really gotta just tune in with every single person that was there and just like pour into them while I could, you know, as much as I'm trying to give, bro, people are giving back tenfold. And not mm-hmm. even like intentionally like I'm taking, but like just to feel their intentions. And like when you see people on mission trips, bro, everybody's got a little bit different of why they're there. But ultimately it comes down to they're just trying to spread love. And, mm-hmm. you know, just to really get to spend every single second with somebody and not have some that distraction that we that we have here in America, which is, you know, it is a it's a privilege. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it is a distraction, too. So. You know, that, I, I love that portion of it that like, you know, I just completely forgot about uh, podcasting and all the other stuff that I was that, that we do, bro. That's so, all right. But you were busy connecting you saying that, man. With, with the people around there. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one last question for the both of y'all. So what's up with uh, going to a mission trip together? Like when y'all trying to hit, I know y'all in practice and everything, but we should try to see if we can make that happen. Dude, on Nash, Dr. Nash and I did a vision like session, I guess, together. Mm-hmm. And on our goals, and one of my goals was go on a mission trip with Dr. Nash. So I'm gonna add yeah. in, in 2022. Sending on there too. Yeah. yeah, 2022 is this year, Yo. so it's it's gonna happen. Facts, yeah. bro. And honestly, uh, so since I came back, um, I you know Dr. P, bro, he he really inspired me to like, bro, it's it's so much bigger than even just uh one practice or even just like mm-hmm. you know the people in your your city your 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 county your state um and i don't know if i mentioned but my girlfriend and my my partner uh dr leilani we were talking and her mom's from the philippines so you know we're kind of in the process of seeing if we can build something somewhat similar even if it's just pretty uh i don't know even if it's pretty intimate pretty small the first couple go arounds yeah. um but you know her mom she's got family there that like it you know, there's people all over the place that, that need chiropractic and uh, oh, you know, we're, we're getting into this day and age where, you know, we've got the tools to really move some mountains with, you know, we get to really show the world that it's so much more powerful than what the uh, ACA is really kind of telling people about that. Oh, you know, you got to go through the Mopal, you got to go through, you know, the passive care modalities, all this and that. I mean, yeah, you can feel better, but, you know, are we really changing somebody's life when, when we're doing that? And mm. Uh, the people that really need it, you know, the people that appreciate it, that's uh, that's kind of a, a shift that I've had since I came back and definitely going to, you know, let keep you all in the loop on that guy because uh, yeah, trying to manifest that thing for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, bro, for sure. I mean, we got one that's a, definitely on the on the vision board for 2022. Absolutely. Let's do it. Like we gotta get gates on a chiropractic mission trip, man. Not, not bro. I'm telling you what, I need some brothers or sisters. I need to be a. It's a different bro. It's <laughs> I only got one experience, but bro. Uh, I don't know. You just feel like you're on the Avengers, man. You know, you got everybody yeah. slinging yeah. different styles, different techniques. You got your table on your back. That's your yeah. Mission, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Well, we had all different types of superheroes out there, dude. It was cool. We got Nick Fury, <laughs> that's Doctor P, out there assembling <laughs> the whole squad. Oh, it was great, man. I loved it. <laughs> let's play yeah well other than that brother um why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh where they can get connected with you um you know maybe a little bit about your uh do you have any post-grad plans you're gonna open up you're gonna work with somebody yeah so um i'm going to definitely open up 
um, whenever I graduate, December 3rd. So um, I'm looking towards manifesting. So it's already done. But January, uh, February, having something uh, already rolling in 2023. Uh, uh, In Texas, uh, maybe more south of Dallas. I'm not really sure yet. I haven't really like, um, I'm a natural procrastinator, so I perform best under pressure. You know what I mean? So I'm going to start paying more attention to that, you know, whenever it's like closer to the date. Um, But yeah, right now, just I need to pass my part two or three boards coming up here in a couple of weeks. So I've been putting a lot of intention into that. Um, But yeah, I'm going to definitely open up and then uh, you can keep up with me on, I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, That's where I like, reside most of the time i don't really use much of the other social medias yet but it's uh at innate innate so like innate intelligence and then a d so innate tid and mo moe so innate mo yeah so um and you know and if anybody's uh got questions or you know even wants to reach out and talk about mission trips man i i know all three of us would be happy to to have that conversation and see uh, what we can do for you. Uh, one beautiful thing about Life University is Dr. P was saying that they're actually starting to make that a part of the program, having instructors come on the trips and actually get to you know, make that a part of their curriculum, which I think is huge. Way to step up, Life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's dope. So any Life students that listen to this, I'm sure y'all already know. But uh, yeah, man, uh, you can find us at the underscore good underscore fight underscore ers. Uh, at yeah. Gates Mayor underscore DC, and uh, you can find me at, at DC underscore Nash underscore T. Uh, appreciate y'all, and keep going out Thanks there for and on, serving bro. up that love. Appreciate yeah. you, brother. Yeah, it was an honor, bro. Thank you, guys. Awesome. <laughs>